Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, welcome to In The Pink, sponsored by Bose. Stay home, stay healthy, stay connected. Obviously, it's been a tricky season for you, um, most recently learning that you're not going to be staying with Haas after this year and sort of coming to the conclusion that this is probably the end of your Formula One career. Is, is that something that you've kind of consigned yourself to? Is that, is that confirmed in your mind that you will leave the sport or is there a glimmer of hope that a seat could come up? Well, I think for next year, definitely I won't be racing in Formula One. Uh, well, never say never, but looks like the grid is, is full and, um, and there aren't any seats. Uh, does that mean that in the future there won't be any seats uh, opening? I don't know. Uh, but uh, for now, I know that most likely, or 99.9%, I won't be racing in Formula One next year. So, you know, after that, luckily there's a life outside of Formula One that sometimes we forget when, when we're in that world. And uh, you look at other categories and other challenges, and there are so many races around the world that I would like to compete in. Um, obviously, we are mid November. And, and it's not easy to find a seat for next year. And I think, again, sorry to talk again about COVID, but it's been hard on every racing team. And, and financially, the, you know, a lot of companies are, are struggling a bit. So it's not that easy to, um, to find a good seat to go racing. But uh, really, I am, I'm very looking forward to the next challenges. I think it's definitely something that I haven't done for the last 10 years. It's winning races. And uh, I miss that. You know, I was born to be a winner. And it's, uh, it's hard to explain to your kids when they lose at football on Sunday morning that it's not the end of the world and it's okay and so on. Whilst you know you would be the same and you'd be disappointed and, and not happy about it. So I'm quite happy and glad that they have that winning feeling and that they hate losing as much as they do. Uh, and, and I guess it drives you uh, in your life and always pushes you to get to the next step and to do better. Because, I mean, it's possible that you have a sabbatical. You know, you had something of a, of a false start with your F1 career first time round, didn't you? I did. I did, yes. I mean, it was, it was the worst time because, you know, I didn't have much. I didn't make a, a living from racing. And, uh, yeah, I didn't know what I was going to do when I was 23 years old. Um, no, I'm 35. I've had a really good time in Formula 1. Uh, 10 years, you know, I've proven that I can not win, but be on the podium then uh, to uh, develop a team, to develop a car, uh, to be a leader. So I think all of that, it's, it's very nice to have in your, in your CV. And um, as I say, 
there are the championships that I am looking at and uh, somewhere, wherever I do next, I want to go where I can have a chance to be on a podium and, and win and thinking to go into weekend and having that rush of adrenaline and, and special feeling that, you know, it's, it's an important weekend because you need to deliver to win. But I feel with you, there's so many strings to your bow. You're not like your average racer. You know, you, you're passionate about cooking. You've got other skills in other sports. You're clearly interested in marketing and sponsorship. You've got an interest in a brain technology company. We'll talk about that more later on. But there's so many other things you could do, but it feels to me like it's a bit of unfinished business when it comes to racing. So, so you are confident that you will at least do another couple of years of that? Yes, yes. I am not uh, done with racing. And obviously, I, uh, I ask myself, uh, and this year, in a way, it was good to have the lockdown because you can think about it and, uh, you know, gives you a bit of time to reflect on everything. But, um, yeah, I, I want to do more racing. Uh, I, I'm not done with it yet. Um, is, is next year going to be a sabbatical or, or something else? I don't know yet. Uh, but uh, I want to do more racing. Yeah, don't blame you. Uh, what about your reflections on your career? Because as we say, you, you started in 2009, then you had a bit of a dip and then came back in 2012. Um, how do you reflect on your career in Formula One? What will you be telling the kids? Um, I mean, they probably ask already, I know they watch you, but what would you say sort of round the fire at Christmas time were your kind of key highlights, but also just seminal moments, if you like, within the sport? Yeah, I think, you know, I, I am proud of my careers. Um, there's always things we could have done differently and better. And I wish the experience I have today was here at the beginning and, and things would have probably gone a little bit differently. Maybe the only regret I have is, is that uh, Lotus went bankrupt in 2014 after a brilliant 2013. We're on a path of, of you know, going somewhere well and I didn't get an offer from a top team at that time. Uh, Kimi went to Ferrari and I still Lotus and we just uh, went down. And it's very hard for, to recover when you've been uh, in a team that is close to the back of the field, um, really. And uh, then I took the Haas challenge, which was a great experience as well. But suddenly we just didn't quite, the last two years, we didn't quite get up to speed or, or, or engage second after a great start. And um, yeah, I guess that's the only regrets. Yes, I have made mistakes. I have I've talk, spoken too much sometimes, uh, but I always say what I, what I feel. Uh, I admit when I'm wrong after. Um, but yeah, I know I, I could have won some races. That, there's no regret in not winning, not winning a race because I know every time I had a chance, I tried as much as I could and I did everything I could. Uh, I would say maybe the only regrets is that after 2013, I didn't really get the chance to have a car that was competitive and, and carried the momentum. I think that's got to be the biggest flaw in Formula One is that some great drivers have sort of had these sliding door moments when they could have been propelled to a front-running team and had a very different career as a result. Um, it doesn't seem fair. I mean, there's no other sport I can think of like that where um, talent isn't given the opportunity to really blossom in the same way. And you, you often think what could have been. Um, is that a frustration of yours that um that you that you think about that you dwell on are you able to see how far you've come in that time no i think i have you know i've never dreamt of doing 180 golf in formula one being 10 times on, on the podium 
uh, doing as, as much as I have done. And, you know, if I think about it, maybe the 86, 87 generation was the wrong one to be, to be in, you know, Paul Di Resta, Nico Hülkenberg, myself, um, even Sebastian Birmi a little bit. We all came at a time where the top seats were taken. The old guys wouldn't leave Formula One yet. And the young one just came after. And we kind of never really got our chance, you know. And um, it's just the way it is, you know, there's no much you can control about that. And uh, as I say, you know, being 10 years in Formula One has been incredible. And uh, I think I've achieved what I wanted to. Uh, obviously, you always want to be world champion, but uh, you discover that with, without the, the right tool, there's no chance. And uh, hopefully that would change in the future because I think it would bring Formula One in a much better place if, you know, if, if it wasn't just dominated by, um, by a, a team, which, which is doing an incredible job, uh, absolutely uh, beautiful, but uh, also a bit of sad for the racing part where they, um, they're just too strong for the others. That's so interesting. I hadn't thought about that, that generation of drivers. You're so right. Timing is everything, isn't it? And when you're born is significant in that because we have seen a sort of changing of the guard, but there almost needed to be a, a gap of 10 years between the likes of Lewis and co and then coming through Lando and co now and those sort of caught in the middle. It's kind of no man's land to an extent, hasn't it? Well, I guess so. I mean, if, if we look at the stats and the drivers and, and the opportunities, yes, the, that, that middle part has been struggling a little bit. And, um, you know, I, I guess, again, we've, we've made it to Formula One. We've stayed there for a long time. Uh, there's no complaint about that. So you could say the star, the star got aligned uh, at one point, but not quite fully to get more. Thanks so much for listening to In The Pink. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast you've listened to so far. Please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Check out our Instagram page at in underscore the underscore pink. And you get all the details there about how you can win some of those Bose noise cancelling headphones. And join the community. We're all talking about the various guests that we've had on the podcast and who we'd like to see and hear in the next few weeks. So thank you for joining us. Stay with us. Stay healthy. Stay home. Stay connected with Bose. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 